In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Ghost. Amen. The prayer of the secret, said just after the offertory by the priest, reads like this today. It says, by these mysteries, may we subdue our earthly desires and learn to love the things of heaven. Jesus tells his disciples in the gospel that a little while later they will no longer see him. He prepares their hearts for the ascension. As we rejoice during Easter time at the presence of the risen Lord among us, the church now lifts our minds and our hearts from the garden of the resurrection towards the mount of the ascension. She lifts our hearts towards heaven. Today we look not just at the empty tomb, but forward to the day the Lord goes in triumph to the Father. The hearts of the disciples were fixed, though, on the presence of the Lord among them. But Jesus teaches them, prepares them for the day when he will no longer be in front of them, but they will know him by faith he will have gone to heaven. Their hearts cling to earthly ways of knowing him, to earthly things, whereas our Lord wants to turn their hearts heavenward. As Christians, we too have our hearts fixed on the things of the earth so often. Practically, we've got to, we've got to get on with life. But it can sometimes lead us to forget the heavenly realities. Whereas St. Paul tells us that our conversation must be in heaven. We should seek the things which are above. The council tax bill, the leaking roof, the news on the telly, all of these things occupy our thoughts so much that sometimes the things of heaven get squeezed out a little bit or put to the back of our mind. Even when we practice our faith, even when we pray and try to live our lives according to the teaching of the gospel, our vision can remain earthbound, simply concerned with the world around us. We can sometimes forget the heavenly realities. <clears throat> So what does that prayer of the Mass say? It says, by these mysteries may we subdue our earthly desires and learn to love the things of heaven. But how do we turn our eyes heavenward? The prayer says, by these mysteries. These mysteries, the celebration of the sacrifice of the Mass. It's the Mass that teaches us to love the things of heaven. But how? Two ways. Firstly, the Mass is in itself a participation in heavenly worship. In heavenly worship. The worship of God in heaven is described in the Bible, in the book of Hebrews and in the book of of the apocalypse and both of these descriptions find echoes in our celebration of the mass at the end of the preface the priest prays 
that we join in with all the choirs of angels and goes on to list all the hierarchy of heaven, the angels and archangels, the dominions and powers and virtues, all those different choirs of angels we join with in singing their prayer, the Sanctus, Holy, Holy, Holy. In the book of Hebrews, we hear of the millions of angels worshipping God in heaven. In the canon of the Mass, the priest just before the consecration prays the prayer of the communicantes with 24 saints, mentioning them by name, echoing the 24 elders who in the book of the Apocalypse bow down in adoration before the Lamb who was slain, Jesus Christ. The prayers of the Mass deliberately lift our vision up to heaven. But not just the prayers, the ceremonies of the Mass too, the incense echoing the visions of St. John in the Apocalypse, the golden candlesticks and vestments, all echoing the way the Bible describes heaven. Even the church building, which when it's consecrated will be anointed in 12 points along the walls, just as the city of the heavenly Jerusalem, the Bible tells us, is built on the foundation stones of the 12 apostles. The church in her worship deliberately presents us with a heavenly vision because in reality, the church's worship is joining with the worship of Jesus Christ, of the Father in heaven. We pray through him and with him and in him. Through Jesus Christ, the church comes to adore the Father. The worship that continues in heaven, we really and truly participate in when we come to Mass. Whether it's at this altar this morning, or whether it's at the altar in St. Peter's in Rome, or on the missions of Africa, or in a concentration camp in China, celebrated in a tiny cell. Wherever the Mass is celebrated, we join in with the worship of heaven. The book of Hebrews describes this worship of Jesus to his Father. In a way, the church has an open roof where when we come to celebrate Mass, we're united with the worship of heaven and united with the worship which is offered on Calvary. There's like a spiritual thread joining these three things together, our altar with the altar of Calvary and the altar of heaven. Secondly, when we receive Holy Communion worthily and devoutly, we, are, we learn to love heaven. The Catechism tells us that when we receive Holy Communion, it lessens our concupiscence, that rebellion of our flesh against the Spirit. It lessens that. It lessens our temptation takes away somewhat this desire for just earthly things. In the Mass, we pray that by our participation at this altar, we may be filled with every grace and heavenly blessing. 
when we receive Holy Communion worthily, it increases our sanctifying grace, this participation in the life of God. And so increases with it the virtues, particularly when we're thinking about today, thinking about heaven, the virtue of hope. St. Thomas tells us that our reception of the Holy Eucharist is a pledge, a promise of our future heavenly glory. So Holy Communion increases the virtue of hope in our life, increases uh, grace generally, grace which is a participation now, a beginning, a seed of eternal life which we hope for. The Catechism tells us hope is the virtue by which we desire the Kingdom of Heaven and eternal life as our happiness placing our trust in Christ's promises, relying not on our own strength, but on the help of the Holy Spirit. So let us pray today that our participation in the Holy Mass and our devout reception of Holy Communion may awaken and strengthen this hope of heaven may increase our share in sanctifying grace, the seed of eternal life, and may lift our hearts to the things of heaven where Jesus has gone before and which we have a foretaste in by our celebration of the sacred liturgy. In the name of the Father and of the Son and of the Holy Spirit. Amen.